with me. I greatly appreciate it. And of course, it's dark. <laughs> there it is. It, it is. It came in and it's dark. All right, here we go. Whoopsie. I will drop the thing. Okay, what can you hold in your right hand but never in your left hand? I don't know. The other hand. What? What can you hold? <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, you can't hold what, your right hand? Yeah, what can you hold in your right hand but never in your left hand? The other your hand. left hand. Your left hand. Okay, yeah. Get it? Got it. I mean, you can. Look at your hands. Yeah, you can put no, them together. What can you hold in your right hand? Here's my right hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, but never in your left hand. Oh, your left, your left, left hand. hand. Okay. <laughs> Got okay. it. There we go. Okay, let's head to the, All right. head to the phone lines. Yes, we have Susan, and she has a question about feeding stray cats. All right. Hi, Susan. How are you doing? Hi, Katie. Good. How are you? Good, good. So you want to feed some stray cats? Well, I live in Iowa in a rural town, and I get myself in this predicament often (laughs) where I see them, and I put the food out, and then, you know, more cats come, more cats come. Right. Once you start, you shouldn't stop, do you think? Well, it's right now the problem is, now, were you doing this all summer? Well, okay, several of Several, I think, are big enough to be on their own, but now there's a little calico, and she's a female. No, I wasn't doing it in the summer, no. Okay, okay. But she's probably six months, and I try to get her in our carrier, and she will not go in, but she seems a little more tame. Okay. Can you try live trapping her? Do you think I need to get her out of the street? Well, if it's, uh, you know, she's really a young one. See, the problem is, what the thing is here. It's kind of like feeding the birds, you know what I mean, and the ducks, and the and you know the ones that aren't going to go south, or you know, is that you know you've already established this cold is a food source, you know, and yeah. it's cold weather is here, and so to yeah. take that food source away at this time, it mm-hmm. would not be a good one. The better thing to do is feed them through the winter. You know, okay. and so they've got, you know, you don't have to feed them a lot, all right? Everybody I feed thinks, them Nutrisource. Excellent. Yeah. Well, look at you. Fantastic. That's great. All kinds. They're the best fed cats in the county. Boy, they are. Really? That is awesome. I, I tip my hat. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so the, the thing is, is that's what you want to try to do is have some food and water source for them. Because if you're going to feed them the dry food, they definitely need some kind of a water source. You know, whether you sure. get a, a bowl that, you know, a heated one that plugs in, you know, okay. for them or something something like that. Uh, and, yep. and if you don't want to, then what you can just do is put a bowl out, providing that it's not really, really cold, that you just yeah. change the water out every morning, you know, every morning just change it out so they can get a drink if they sure. need to. But being that you've started at this time, unless you want to, because uh, with the young ones, they really probably haven't learned the sources of where to get food, you know, mice and stuff like that. So they might okay. not do as well. The older ones, I know how, you know, like kind of like where to go looking for the food. <laughs> but sure. also though, is that if you got started that you know even it was just once a day you don't necessarily have to feed them twice a day if you don't want but at least there's a food source there that they can depend on and then next spring then you're going to phase it out you know, start feeding okay. them less and less, and then you make the decision. Are you going to try to live trap the calico? Well, you can try to live trapping the calico, but then where are you going to do with her? What's what's going to be the deal? Now, obviously, if she's yeah. a calico, she's a female, so if you don't right. get her fixed, guess what? <laughs> yeah. She's probably going to come well, in heat about February, March is when she'll come into heat. So, and they won't, if I put any sort of shelter out, they will not go in it. 
Well, the, what happens though is they remember Catherine we just talking about they're independent. They don't like to share unless it's a litter mates. You know, they like their own space. And see, one thing that works well is you take, uh, you know, the plastic t- uh, totes. That you know there okay. is okay, and then what you could do is either put the insulation like styrofoam around the inside, and then you cut okay. a hole in the front, and then what yeah. you do is then obviously you put the top on, and you can either wire it shut or deck tape it shut, and so like literally one cat, you know, then you put some you know like old rags in there, you know, nicely washed, and put them in there. So now one cat or two cats can go in a tote, but if you have okay. a couple of them, you'll find that they probably will take them, but they don't want to, you know. It's too cozy if, like, it's one thing for, like, uh, siblings to share, but yeah. one cat to another, won't, they probably won't. So if you take the totes and insulate them so that, you know, against the weather, that would be really, or, or you could also take two. I don't know if you've got acreage, what, what you can do is you could take and put hay bales around them, you know, the totes, sure. so that then yeah. uh, that would be the insulation and just cut a little hole that the cat can slide through to get inside where there's blankets for them, okay? Yeah, they're so afraid. I, I would love for them to go in, but they're just they're afraid yeah but no like i say if you are but make sure it doesn't face the wind all right because the wind you always want them facing south usually you know where they go into it facing south because then they've also the sun comes from the south and then why not technically but you know it technically rises in the east sets in the west (laughs) yeah and so uh but uh uh, most storms during the summer months come from the south and more storms from the winter come from the north but anyway, so all you could do is just try. All you could do is present it and see. Maybe throw a, a okay. treat in there or something, or you know, a little bit of food in there. Sure. And see if they might get a couple of possums. <laughs> but, yeah, and there's fox, too. They, oh, they're fox. Okay. But, yeah, so that's yeah. what you get. But those totes are really good if you put styrofoam on the inside. And some people use a real thick styrofoam and then just okay. uh, put the top on and kind of wire it. Or, you like I say, they stick bales around it for the insulation. And then, like I said, most cats just want a place. And that's why you'll always see like a, a cat in a box and you might sure. have 50 boxes, but you won't see two cats in one box. So they normally very seldom will they share. Okay. Thank you, Katie. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for listening. You said you're down in Iowa. Yes, I listen every week. Oh, wow. How did you find my show? I've listened to my talk. We moved here 12 years ago from the Twin Cities. Oh, okay. So I just have been a listener to everything. Oh, wow. my talk. Yeah. That is really way cool. I appreciate that. Well, thank you for being a loyal listener, whether you're out our back door or you're down in Iowa. <laughs> That's right. Well, good. Thank you so much. Thank you. This. Good luck with the, good luck with the, you know, another thing too, if you want to warm them. Yeah. You can give them, um, uh, like you want to get grain-free canned food or any kind of canned food, but it has a little yeah. bit more of a moisture or gravy to it. And then what sure. you like, you know, the tuna fish can size yeah. like the five and a half ounce what you could do is put a teaspoon of uh, diatomaceous earth in there and mix it really good and that okay. will help with the worm population you know the roundworms and 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 tapeworms oh, and cats okay. you know so and usually most people with the barn cats you know feral cats they can't catch what they'll do yeah. it, they'll do it for 10 days uh you know straight and then but if you read up on it some places tell you to do it for 30 days just to really okay. make sure because you're doing it naturally is what you're doing but 10 days for right. sure is better than none. And so that really helps with the tapeworm and kind of keeps them a little bit healthier. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Take take care. Have a great evening. Okay. Thanks, Katie. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, Iowa. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. I know. I just That tickles me. It tickles me. I just assume everybody that calls is like, oh, I do know, too. Minneapolis, 
people. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay, where are we at? We got enough time or should we run and come back? Um, we have a few minutes. Okay, let's go for the next one. All right, we have Lisa and her dog barks a lot, specifically at her roommate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So what's your roommate like that your dog doesn't like? <laughs> Oh, that's funny because he's barked at other roommates, but this one in particular, he's very tall, very deep, loud voice, and he only barks at him when I'm there. When I'm not there, he'll run and go under the bed. Ah, excellent, excellent. Okay, what kind of dog is it? He's a long-haired doxy. A doxy? How old? He is three. Three years old? And I also have another doxy who's um, 13, but... He doesn't bark at him. He's just kind of mellow. Okay, okay. So now when he barks at the roommate, what do you do? Quiet. No, actually, uh, I'll say quiet, and then I'll go pick him up and hold him. Okay, no, now you're rewarding that behavior. Okay, he's, he's learned that, oh, if I bark, look at mom comes over, yells at me, but then she picks up and gives me hugs and kisses. Okay, <laughs> so yep. what, what I would do is, um, uh, doxies are noted for being barkers anyway, you know, being a little bit alarmist. Okay, I would let them drag a nylon leash around, okay, and then have your uh, your roommate, whereas when they come in, now call it, you want to set the dog up. You know, like let's say, okay, he's going to be coming through the room or into the house at a certain time. So you've got the dog on a leash, and so don't hold it tight, okay? So then when he comes in, um, then what you, if the dog starts barking, you got to have your quiet word. Don't say no. No what? you got to teach them words and what they mean, all right? So you're going to deepen okay. your voice, slow it down. You're going to go, ah, you're going to do the growl that mom already taught him. If you listen to the growl, the correction doesn't come. Okay, and then you're going to go quiet and in a deep voice. And if he doesn't, then you're going to have a hair mister or a plant mister filled with water, and you're going to blast him in the face and go, ah, quiet. And even if he shuts up for a second, then you're going to go very nice. Don't pet him. Just in your voice, go, that's very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Do not say good boy. All right. That gets him all nutsy in the headsy. And he's not learning what he's trying to learn. It's like saying, recess. Don't have to think. All right. <laughs> so that's what you're going to do. But you're going to keep setting him up so that now pretty soon all you have to do is go, ah, 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 ah. Quiet. You be nice. Be nice. You want to hold on a sec? We've got to run the break. So hold on and we'll finish this up, okay? Oh, there was that. Okay. That, that was him? <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Hold on. What can never be placed in a saucepan? What can never be placed in a saucepan? We'll be back. All right. Thank you for sharing your Sunday afternoon. I greatly appreciate it. 18 years here is hard to believe. All right, uh, sitting in this very chair in this very spot. Let's see, where am I? Okay, what can never be placed in a saucepan? Think about it. What is a saucepan? A saucepan? Okay. I, okay. So why oh. is a saucepan different than a fry pan? I don't know. Oh, you don't? I don't oh, okay. I'm not a big cook, I guess. What can never be placed, <laughs> never be placed in a saucepan? It's cover. You put covers on saucepans. Okay. Okay. So that's why. So you can't put like the, on top. Like yeah, you not can, on top. Well, you can't. You can't put the cover of the saucepan in the saucepan. It only sits on on top. top. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. 
All right. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Lisa's probably going, what? Hey, Lisa, are you with us? <laughs> what can we say? I like the joke. Thank you. Thank you. I try to put a smile on somebody's face. But anyway, <laughs> I can't wait till my, my uh, grandson start understanding jokes. Boy, I'm going to be able to nail them. All right. Okay, back to a barking doxy. Okay, another thing you want to do. Now, you said the, your, the roommate or, or whatever is is uh, a, a very tall and, and uh, deep in voice, correct? Yes. Yes, and see that uh, that would startle most dogs. <laughs> I know it startles me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. So the thing also here you want to try to work on now has he ever been able to just sit down and then maybe you're sitting on the couch and the dog is next to you that he could actually pet the dog too, or has he ever had any interaction with the dog? Just a wee bit, like when you gave him a treat, he'll put the treat down and then back away, and then sweet pea will get it and then back away oh okay okay so n- never like mm, you know petting petting oh okay maybe he's gotten a couple times close to him but not very much as always when i'm holding him okay okay uh because you now when you hold him though like let's say if you're holding the dog and somebody comes in that the dog's worried about here comes that hand into their face okay and they right. don't have a retreat so there that's more or less setting the dog up to bite all right. Okay. Even though, and so yeah. the whole thing is, is the better thing is that if the, that person would sit down in a chair, you put the dog on a leash so he can't run, and then maybe you sit and play some cards or you talk where the, the dog just kind of hangs around. Now, the what happens, a lot of people don't realize this. Okay, think about, you know, the people that hate dogs and cats, they go to somebody's house and they got a dog. Oh, let's say put, put them both there, dog and a cat. All right. And then, you know, they're totally disinterested in the dog and the cat, but the dog and the cat won't leave them alone. And you know why? Is because the dog and the cat gets to investigate them on their own speed in their own time because a person is totally disinterested in the animal and so a lot of times instead of reaching out and trying to make like come on be my buddy you know and keep going after the dog and after the dog if you totally ignore the dog that all of a sudden the dog is getting or cat will get more curious to you and eventually want to sniff come up and sniff you without barking but then that doesn't give anybody the right to touch the dog or the cat yet what it is is that you just oh look he's gotten closer pretty cool and just totally ignore him and what you're after then when the dog is, will come in closer, then uh, flip him a piece of canned chicken or a piece of his kibble. Don't you know, like extend the hand out to the dog because the dog's going to run. All right. You just kind of have it in your hand and just have it drop on the floor. And so now good things happen around the feet of this person. All right. And then okay. never don't have the person look directly at the dog. When you look directly at him, that puts the dog on the defense. So what you're to do, let's say the, the doctor was is on the floor. OK. And he's sitting in a chair and he's to look sideways. So the dog, if the dog looks up, he sees the pro, side pro, profile. Whoa. That's okay. Yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. We see the dog sees a side profile of that person. A side profile to a dog is a calming signal. So what you're trying to tell him by having the you know the side profile to the dog is like I mean you no harm. I am your friend. But if you turn and look directly at the dog, the dog's gonna jump. Like oh god, she's looking at. Me. He's looking at me. He's gonna hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's why you got to do a lot of little things to try to win this trust of the dog. But you got to take it very baby steps. I mean, if he will sit down in a chair and the dog is willing to come up and sniff him excellent but now let's say he walks into the room and the dog starts barking that's your job to say that is wrong so what it is is ah quiet ah ah, 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 quiet and you can either take up a hair mister filled it with water set it on stream and and, and as you go ah 
blast quiet. Or you can take a shake can, a pop can with five pennies in it. Uh, rinse it out, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it with bright tape so that you know it's a shake can and not the one you're drinking. And so when he starts hey. to bark, you know, you shake the can, you go, ah, first, or hey. Because that, that growl gets instant, like, whoa, problem? Yes, there is a problem, and it's you. <laughs> and so it's, ah, shake, quiet. If he quiets even for a second, just go, thank you, very nice. Stay calm, stay steady. Don't start going, good boy. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy, all right? Just stay very calm. Ah, 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 okay. ah. Quiet. Very nice. That's very nice. Because you want to try to get him not to be such an alarmist with this person. But like I say, a lot of little dogs, if a person is vague, whether it's a girl or a guy, and then if they have a lower voice, it, and then plus, you know, we have a tendency to look directly at the dog, and that puts them on the defense also. So this could be a lot of ignoring, but yet you're going to correct the barking. All right. And then everyone he is seated, then he's going to drop little pieces of food around his feet. You know, just use that. Like, we don't get the dog fat. You know, you can use, you know, canned chicken or pieces of his kibble. Just something that's a little tantalizing. Nutrisource has got what I use for my nose work classes. They have um, a grain-free salmon that smells like high heaven. And that's why I love it because the dogs just go nuts about it. And it's really good for them. It's salmon. And they're just little round treats, you know, kind of like a... a, a a rabbit doo-doo. <laughs> but I don't know what better what better way to describe it. But anyway, and so that way you can take your fingernail and you can crack it, you know, bust it in half. It's, they're small anyway, but you don't want to feed too much because you don't want to get the dog fat. But this is what he's okay. going to learn now is that, hey, being around this person, it's calming and it's not, I don't have to be, you know, and then he's going to get more relaxed and more relaxed and you'll be able to warm him up. Okay? Okay. Does that make sense? So let's say, yeah, um, I'm sitting on my, we share an apartment. And I'm sitting on the couch in the apartment, and my roommate will come home, and immediately, I mean, this dog hears him step through the hallway door with his keys. I mean, he could just hear far away. Right, so they would so do what the- I have him on a leash, and then the roommate walks in, and, you know, we exchange, hi, how are you? And then he goes straight to his room. Uh-huh. Um, should I have him, like, stand there and, and drop something on the floor? Not standing. Then, He's like, always going to be sitting. He's always going to be sitting. Okay, so he's still, because then there's no action, okay? He's going to be sitting when you want to work on this. But what you're going to do is put the, if you know the certain person, or, you know, I would just do is let him drag a leash around for a while so you got something to quick step on so he can't race to the door like he hears the keys down the hallway and you don't. Then you got to get right. up, put the leash on. But if you let the leash leave it on, you know, obviously when, uh, but when you go to bed, you take the leash off, or when you go leave the apartment, you know, or the place, the uh, the leash comes off. The leash is only on when you're there, so you got something to grab or step on, so you can follow okay. through with it, okay? And then you'd like okay. say, stay ah 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 quiet. You want to, and then also start teaching, build this dog's uh, confidence level up. I don't know if you heard earlier playing the what is this game, where you take your feet, you know, the dog is on a leash in your right left hand, and then take your Right finger, point your finger of your right hand, go up and touch a shoe that's on the floor and go, what is this? What is this? What is this? And you want the dog to come up and touch it with the nose where your finger is, like, whoa, what is that? And then you pet him, oh, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you. But he may be so scared of that shoe that he tries to hide behind you, all right, and then peek out. Okay, and if he does that, even though, let's say he was a little bit away from you and he takes his paw one step forward, stop saying, what is this? And then praise him. Oh, look at you. Very nice. Very nice. Then go back to the shoe. What is this? What is this? And so what you want him to do is get so curious. Dogs are more curious than a cat. 
And so what you're going to do is only do one at three times. Your goal would be someday to get him come directly up to that shoe and go, well, let's check this out. And so you can touch like the corner of the couch. You can and touch a, a blade of grass. You know, I mean, the whole thing is, is to play this what is this game at least three times, four times every day to start working as a team and start building the dog's confidence up. Because once you start building the confidence, he's going to be less reactive to things around him, a.k.a. people also. All right. Okay. Okay, so like when I take, go to the roommate and go, oh, what is this? And then point to him? Or, or... You go take your pointer finger and touch the shoe. Oh, the shoe. Okay. And then you're going to go, what is this? What is this? Have your voice okay. be so excited. The dog is like, well, I want to come up there, but I'm scared. Okay, but so, but you always reward. Stop saying, what is this? If he takes a, a, a foot forward, okay? okay. He's, he's being okay. brave. The goal is to eventually get him there, but you only do one thing three times and then stop and move on to something else, okay? All right. Thank you so much. You bet, kiddo. Good luck. Keep you posted, okay? Build that confidence. Okay. Let's see. I can only live where there is light, but I die if the light shines on me. What am I? Be back. There he goes. All right. Oh, I think that is so cute. Get you going. Tap dads are just like who let the dogs out. So that's pretty cool. That's what we want. We need, yes. We need things that make us smile and just grin. We need that a lot more lately. We sure do. So, and then it's still dark all the time. <laughs> okay. But I just remember that my talk 107.1 is streamed live all over the world. We, we sure have internet are. Connection. And then if you are listening to the show, driving or whatever, and you hear something you're not sure you can listen to the podcast on at my show page on mytalk1071.com. Just put KDK9 in there. All right. I can only live where there is light, but I die if the light shines on me. What am I? Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> I'm going to give up. A shadow. Okay. okay. Yeah. I can only live where there is light, yes. but I die if the light shines on me. Okay. I like that sure. one. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm not going to get all these jokes. Sorry, no. Katie. Oh, no. Wow. Last week you did pretty good. <laughs> I did. Hey, you yeah, did have good weeks and bad weeks, just yeah, like I exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. Where are we at? We have Carrie, and her dog has some eye problems. Oh, my. Okay. Hi, Carrie. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. What kind of puppers do you have? We have a pug who's five years old. Okay. What's going on? Well, um, back in April or May, um, my daughter and I noticed that her right eye, we woke up one morning and her right eye was closed. She was holding it closed. Okay. So we took her to the vet Mm -hmm. and after a whole bunch of testing and a whole bunch of eye drops, they figured out that she had somehow scratched her eye. So we gave her eye drops. Um, we ended up taking her to a, a dog eye doctor. I didn't even know there was such a well, thing. Yeah, did you go, but, which, um, one did, which one did you go, Laraca or Barrel? We went to the one in Anoka. We couldn't. Yeah, that's Dr. Laraco. Yep. Yeah, okay. they were they were great. Yes, super helpful. Yep. And at the time, they said, um, you know, you might want to consider because her face is so smooshed in. You might want to consider they do something to their like lower eyelid where. Um, they thought that maybe her eyelash had irritated her eye and she was she had scratched it with right. her paw. Okay. And they said, you know, we can do this surgery to correct it. But they said if it clears up, you don't really have to do that. All right. So all this time has gone on. Her, her eye got back to normal. 
And over the past week, we've noticed that now she's holding her left eye shut. Okay. Um, but the difference this time is that it looks like there's some kind of discharge, some, you know, maybe like kind of gooey stuff coming out of it. Okay. Um, and so I'm wondering, do you think I take her back to the eye doctor or do you think this is more allergies? Um, because the other thing that I noticed her doing a lot is, you know, she's kind of lazy. She sleeps a lot. So <laughs> okay. she'll be sleeping and then she'll wake up and she'll sit up and she'll tilt her nose upwards and then she'll lick, kind of like licking the air. I don't know what she's doing. Oh, okay. Um, and she'll do that a whole bunch of times. Okay. And I'll say, Cookie, what are you doing? Um, You know, and she doesn't answer me. But, um, <laughs> so I, I just don't know. But even now, um, her right eye looks a little bit smaller than normal, but her left eye, she's really holding it closed almost. Okay. And it just worries me. So. Is there any discharge from the nose at all? No. Okay. Not that I've noticed. Okay, so what no. some people don't realize is that the tear ducts, I'm not a vet by no means here, okay? This is just things. Yeah. But anyway, the tear ducts, a lot of drain down through the throat. All right. So if okay. there's discharge, that's when she set up to start licking like it looks like air, you know, it's yeah. like trying to get something down her throat. You know, like let's say like something trickling down her throat by yeah. licking. It's kind of like you're licking and then swallowing and licking and then swallowing. You're helping like maybe that drainage to get down. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so um, the, uh, what you can do uh what I would always, one thing too is that the eye is very, very complicated. And so that's why when you could truly see that there's a problem with the eyes, the best thing to do is to go directly to like Olivero or the La Roca. I don't know if it's Loraco or Loraca. I always forget in Andover, okay. and then um, Olivero is down in St. Louis Park. But anyway, yep. and I've gone to him quite a few times with some my dogs. But but so the thing is, is because they know the intricacy and they know they're right on top of it. It's not many visits yeah. and many tests and all this kind of stuff. So personally, if this was my dog, what I would do is wash out the eye, you know, just with a gently with a warm water, warm cloth. And just okay. see how that goes for like 48 hours, all right, or, you know, like two, three days, okay? If it seems okay. like it's lessened, all right, then, because um, she's not squinting it like it's in pain, correct? Well, no, it, it doesn't seem like it's in pain, but it just seems like she would prefer to have it closed. Okay. Like it, it's more comfortable for her to have it okay, closed. Okay, well, just try and, wiping it out with warm water and see what that does, if that eye perks up, all right? Okay, And yeah. otherwise, you know, the, the, say, the, the way things are right now, you could call and make your appointment because you might have to wait a while. <laughs> and so right. you'll make the appointment because you could always cancel it, all right? And then yeah. that way there, but, they, you know, for the next two, three days, just every morning, every um, evening, you know, or if you see a little discharge, just calmly, you know, with a lightly, you know, a, a nice clean cloth, okay, that's yep. got a little bit of warm water on it, just, you know, just slowly wipe it very gently and just see if that helps and see if it perks it up. If it doesn't, then use the appointment that you set up, all right? Okay. 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 That sounds great. Thanks okay. so much, Okay, good Katie. luck, kiddo. Bye-bye. Thanks, bye-bye. Yeah, see, the problem is that when you get your flash nose, Dogs, you know, your Pekingese, your pugs, you I know, their face. Yeah, their faces are, and it can push sometimes this, the the like, discharge. Well, no, 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 or, it can push the 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 skin or like mm. eyelashes. You know, they have eyelashes on the bottom. You know, into the eye that sometimes can uh, you know hurt them, and uh, you know irritate the eyes. I should say. And then also though is that unfortunately in my life and I didn't ask her, but in my all my years of seeing pugs, I have only seen five pugs that were perfect weight. 
and I have seen many pugs, and they all look like sausages. And the thing is, is when they get yeah. big, then their face gains some weight, and that pushes it, you know, cheeks, it irritates into their, you know, pushes them into their eyes. And, you know, their eyes pop out anyway. Right. And so you got to really be careful, you know, with them. I know many pugs that have lost eyes because, oh. of, you know, well, they've been playing with another dog, and then all of a sudden it got injured, and the dog, God's eyes got to pop, you know, got to come out because their eyes protrude a little mm. bit. And the heavier they are, it pushes all that face, you know, into them. So it really would do well to keep the pug as thin. Because if you saw the, the uh, a pug the way it's supposed to be, they don't look like they belong. The, Probably, front, end, yeah. the front end doesn't look like it belongs <laughs> to the back end. The back, the front end is like a tank, you know, the big wide head and the flat mm-hmm. face and the yes. broad shoulders and your know, broad uh, front end chest. And then it then it goes into this little tiny body in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like I say, most, I've only seen five pugs in my whole, all the pugs I've ever met. And I've met a lot that is actually not, were not sausages. Whereas I was so, I wanted to, I've had one owner, one owner, I said, can I shake your hand? And she says, why? I says, you have a pug that's not grossly overweight. I applaud you. I should give you a gold star. <laughs> so anyway, because and the thing is, is that it just you, you know any of people out there that have got fat cats or fat dogs, you're opening yourself up to joint problems, arthritis, yeah. uh, diabetes, especially in cats. Mm. And so you're killing your dog with kindness, and you're killing your cat with kindness. Cats that lose weight need to get off of all dry matter cat food and go to a good grain-free canned food. And Nutrisource have got seven of them that do not have chicken in it. And I really promote those because most food has chicken in it for cats. And a lot of cats are starting to get cat, you know chicken allergy. Right. And also if your cat uh, throws up, you know, on at least on a couple times a week, that's from eating dry food and they can't drink enough water to compensate for the dry food. But if you rotate them all the way over into good grain-free canned food, a.k.a. Nutrisource, Nutrisourcepetfoods.com. <laughs> but anyway, so then what's going to happen is you're going to notice that the, that throwing up is gone. Their their coat is in a lot better shape because they're not they're lot lacking hydration, and this is even more important in, a, in an older cat because they can't drink enough. Okay. And so anyway, it's and then with the dogs, it's the same way. And so that you just cut back the food as when the dogs hit about three, four years old, it's like their system hit a, a brick wall. And most people don't cut back on the food. They keep feeding what they were feeding a dog that was growing. Yeah. And so all of a sudden you wonder, and then plus treat, 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 treat. And you wonder why, how the dog got fat so fast. Just like last week, you remember that? When that gal found out that she thought she was feeding two cups and it was actually three cups uh, in the scoop. And I'm so, so happy you said something because I don't think a lot of us would think about Yep. That being a different uh, measurement. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And, and that's why they pay me the big bucks. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but anyway, so that's what I mean is that you use real cups. You cut it back. You feel your dog. Every Sunday now when I get home from work here, uh, before I feed my dogs, I feel them. I have them stand, and then I feel their shoulder and, and go to their waistline, you know, to where their hips are. Mm-hmm. And I rub, yeah. put my hand on that. If I feel gaps in the ribs, I bump their food up. If I could feel the casing in the ribs, we're doing good. Okay. But every week, because every week there is different uh, activity levels. So some weeks we're just hanging out. We're not doing anything, so we're not burning calories. Then there's some weeks we're running through the agility yard and burning more calories, and so that's going to burn more calories. So they're going to need the next week. They're going to feel a little feel a little bit more thinner because we were cat. We you know 
wore off more calories than they were being fed. So if you don't, if you get used to feeling your dogs and not looking at your dogs, your eye lie to you. Your eyes lie to you. There is no way, you know that. They, they, but so, but if you get used to the feel of your dog, you will never ever go wrong. And the feel of your cat, you will never go wrong because then. But you got to do it once a week because then you you you're, you're very sensitive to. You know what they felt like last Sunday yeah. to what they felt like this Sunday. But if you don't do it for two, three weeks, you know, I better than nothing, but you're not going to be as sensitive to be able to bump up and bump sure. down the food. So, anyway, okay, where are we at? We'll, we just have a minute. Okay. So, okay, well, uh, let's see. Oh, let me just keep talking. <laughs> when you come back, we'll take the calls. And so, uh, uh, another thing that I wanted to bring up, you know, earlier, what I just said with the what is this game, you folks that have scared dogs. You got to teach them the what is what is this game? We to work as a team to build their confidence. You're going to hold the leash into your left hand, use your right hand, point your finger, and like I said, we were talking, go up to a corner of a chair, a corner of a table, a shoe, a toy on the ground. <gasps> what is this? What is this? Never ever pull the dog to the object. It has to be the dog's total idea to come up. And so, what you're going to do if the dog takes even one step, and the reason why you got the leash on because you don't want the dog to run, run away from the situation. You want to work as a team to work to, to figure this out. So that is going to be, what is this? What is this? And like I say, one paw forward, stop saying, what is this? Take the time to praise the dog. Look at you. You got your big girl pants on. Yay, you. And then eventually, like I said, no more than three times and move on to something else. And the dog is really, really, really scared. Well, then that's when I'll came to, uh, you know, bring the treats out and maybe put a treat so he comes up and gets closer to the what is this in order to get that treat. Oh, very nice. Look at you. Good job. Good job. And then maybe I'll put another little bitty, bitty, bitty piece of treat. And then, you know, that got him a little bit closer. Oh, that was very nice. Very nice. Now I'll try my finger and see if he's willing to come all the way in. But like I said, uh, take a pile of clothes and put it somewhere where it doesn't belong and go, what is this? Take an umbrella, a pot, a pan, a ball, shoes, hats, coats, put things where they don't belong and then ask him what is this? And then you go help a lot of shy dogs become a lot more confident and then teaching tricks that's huge and doing brain teasers you may think they're cute and silly but you know what they're, the dog is looking to you for direction and learning to focus and holding the thought and that's 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 huge is what it is okay what, let's see what do we do um, where am I at? Okay. What kind of room has no doors or windows? What kind of rooms have, what kind of room has no doors or windows? Be back. All right, then we're winding down another great week and a great calls. I can't thank you all enough. Okay. What kind of room has no doors or windows? Yeah. It's just not my night. Not tonight your with night. These riddles let's, and these jokes. Okay. Let's try mushroom. Okay. okay, yes. A mushroom does not have no doors or windows. <laughs> totally a different direction. There Wasn't thinking go. there. Okay, Love this it. week's tongue, tongue twister. <laughs> yes. How, now this is, you, you want to be able to say this, ten, how many times can you say it within 10 seconds without oh, tripping okay. on it, okay? We're not going to do that now. I'm no. just going to give it to you, okay? Okay, how, how hollow Hen, hmm, how hollow Helen Hulls hobbles on hills. How 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 hollow Helen Hall hobbles on hills. Okay, and the other one is old howl owned a house on which old owls howl. Oh my gosh, those two okay. are sound so hard. There you go. Old <laughs> howl old owned a house on which old owls howled. 
All right, so those are your tongue twisters for this week. Love it. There we go. Okay. Okay, let's head to the phone line. Sure thing. We have Janet, and her boxer is eating poop. All right. He's a poop eater. Hi, Janet. How you doing? Thank you. My name is Janice. I asked, but that's okay. Okay, sorry. Okay, um, we got Janice. Yeah. Got it. And you, you've called me at my home even, and I appreciate that, and I've been listening to you for over 10 years. Oh, thank you. And I've been really educated. Oh, thank you. And I love everything you say. Thank but, you. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, you need to thank yourself. Okay. But, you know. My boxer goes outside, and I mean, I I look at him, and like you say, feel his ribs, and he's 76 pounds. He's five years old. Oh, nice. And um, I will say, um, I I, I agree with everything you say. Oh, thank you. (laughs) But he, he does go out in the mornings. You would swear to God my dog is starving. And I see him under the apple trees. I have five acres in the country. Okay. And I see him eat the deer poop fresh. Yep. He's special. Loves fresh. Yep. And I see him. Oh, I shouldn't say this on air, maybe. But, you know, he doesn't allow anything in the yard here because he, I know he eats rabbit poop and he kills rabbits and he kills squirrels. Oh, okay. Okay. He's my protector. Okay. So I, I just. Understand. There he is. Okay, and the main reason. No, no, no. The main reason why dogs eat poop is because in their digestive, they're lacking enzymes. And so you need probiotics and you need digestive enzymes and even maybe give a little bit of organic apple cider vinegar. If he's 76 pounds, I would work him into a tablespoon a day and give it to him like two or three times a week. All right? Okay. And then yep, because that yep. it, that organic apple cider vinegar has a lot of enzymes, you know. That, that would be the, the vinegar with the mother in it. Correct. Excellent. Apple cider vinegar, you bet, with the mother. With the mother in it. You bet. Now, what food are you feeding? Oh, I feed totally raw. Oh, excellent. Okay, Al, I'm proud of you. So then, yeah, just add a little bit, add some of um, the organic apple cider vinegar, build to a tablespoon. I would do a tablespoon per day for about, you know, two to three weeks and then back off to a couple times a week. All right. And then I would get right. try the digestive enzyme and maybe a probiotic. But see what the apple cider vinegar does for you. Because if you're feeding raw, that's awesome. So then, but he's lacking something and that's why he's going for it. Have, do you give him any uh-huh. veggies at all? Oh, oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. good. Okay, okay. Raise my own. I'm, oh, I'm wow. Woman alone in the country. Oh, okay. I chop up lettuce. I. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay, no, so try that, and I think that will help you out. You got He's missing some kind of en- enzyme in his gut, and boxers are notorious for having bad guts. So that's uh-huh. why, you know, the bo- the, di- uh, the the uh, probiotic, the digestive enzyme, and the apple cider vinegar is where I would start, all right? I so appreciate that oh, so much. Well, Janice, I thank you for being a nice, great listener, and, and thank you for your kind words, okay? Uh, I thank you way more. Okay. No, thank I thank you, you way more. <laughs> okay, kiddo, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> nice gal, nice gal. boy. And the dog, we knew there was there. She yeah. got a dog. It's like, <laughs> hopefully she got to hear my answer because the dog wasn't barking like in her ear. So, okay, let's try to get the last call for the day. Yes, let's take Amanda. Okay, hi, Amanda. You're the last one. What can I do for you? 
Hi, Katie. Um, so my question is, I have a 16-year-old male cat. Right. Um, he's had crystals since he was a kitten, pretty yep. much. Mm-hmm. And so he's been on Purina UR food for his entire life. And it's a dry food. Yeah. Um, and yep. I've been noticing the last couple episodes, I've heard you mention that the dry food is very bad for the cats because they don't drink enough water. Correct. And he does vomit, I'd say, probably four times a week. Yep, yep. And um, so anyhow, I'm uh, going to switch him over to the Purina UR wet food. No. But I wondered if you knew. What you're going to do is get him on a grain-free, you're going to get him off of that, okay? You're going to get him on just a good grain-free diet. This was my cat because the, the, you know, just try it for a couple, you know, but there's a book you need to read and learn a little bit more and then you can make a decision that you're comfortable with, okay? And the thing is, it's called Your Cat by Hodgkins, H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S. Uh, and she's she's awesome, and that book is just fantastic, and it'll, she'll walk you through the crystals. But the big thing is is that uh, if you go to a good grain-free canned food, that the, like Nutrisource has got seven, you know, that to choose from that are chicken-free, which I t- said earlier, most foods have chicken in it, and so some cats get old virgins to that, and that causes problems. And so, but yeah. if, if you if you rotate, you know, into the you know, some cats are so addicted to the dry, you make a little bit of like with warm water, a little bit of a gravy with the, the canned food, and then mix it with a little bit of the dry, and then it becomes less and less uh, dry and more and more canned. And but some cats will rotate right into it, and if they do that. That's awesome is what it is. But you need to open yourself up. There's a, a group called the uh, on the Facebook. It's called the Con- and, a, uh, uh, and she also has a website. It's called the Conscientious Cat. The Conscientious Cat. I can say that. That's a tongue twister in itself. The con- <laughs> Conscientious Cat, I think, is dot, uh, dot com. Uh, but she's also got a Facebook page. And that would be a question. There are very few professionals about cat's health out there. I don't know why. I have no idea. But anyway, so now she's a really good resource to ask the question to this. If you to, to just get onto either raw, good grain-free canned food and just get them off the dry and do you really need the specialty feed? How old is he? He is 16. 16, okay, yep. But we can get him. My oldest cat was 25. All right. Most of my oh cats my leave. Most of my cats leave between twenty and twenty-two is when my cats leave, and their picture of health when they leave. All right. But um, but the thing is, well, obviously not. They died. No, <laughs> I mean that's that. You know what I mean. But uh, but yeah. yeah. So, but the thing is, is, so there's so much for you to learn, and I want you to, like I say, go to conscious uh, cat dot com, and then uh, Dr. Karen Becker, uh, she has healthy pets. Mercola.com. She's a holistic vet. All right. And so you can go to hers and put in um, crystals in urine in cats. And she's got articles about it. And so that's what you got to start doing your homework and just start understanding the whole situations. And usually the crystals in the urine is caused by the dry cat food. And usually you don't see it with male cats. It's always usually male cats. But um, and you don't see it until they're about 6, 7, or 10, 11. So for him to start that early, that's scary. But but educate yeah, yourself. Yeah, it was and, actually him and, his, and my other cat, and they weren't even from the same litter. Oh, so wow. It was you know, strange. Yeah, so it always it has to do with the food. So empower yourself. You can email me up at Katie's Canine. We can talk more because I'm done. Thank okay, you for the call, kiddo. Bye bye. Hey, you all have a great week. And uh, don't if you don't train them, don't blame them. We'll catch you later. Happy trail.